We'll take our text this evening from the 37th Psalm. Sure, it is good to realize that the Lord is still calling for us to come and walk with him. And he'll see us home. We think about these scriptures, especially these psalms, and we find so many wonderful things in them. And they cover such a broad spectrum, especially this 37th Psalm. It tells us about the blessings that the Christian has, but it also tells us about what the ungodly can expect. It's a good psalm to look at every once in a while, as it kind of lines us out and lets us know just kind of which way we're headed and what to expect. And after all, the Word of God is a very good discerner and thoughts of our in, the intents of our hearts. If we'll just let him look into our hearts a little bit and be honest about it. Look at it and see just exactly what the Lord says. Psalms 37, 23, we'll start. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and none of his steps shall slide. That kind of takes us all the way through our Christian experience, doesn't it? We get the law of God in our hearts. We become a Christian. And God's going to take care of us. That's plain and simply what it says. That's exactly what it means. And I don't care what your situation in life may happen to be. God's going to take care of you. And your steps aren't going to be sliding around. You could be working out there on the railroad. Or you can be working in the Portland school system. Or you can be just a plain housewife at home. But you get that law of God in your heart. You keep it there and your steps won't slide. God will see to it. They may come along with their wise remarks and try to belittle you. Or make fun of you. But if you got that law in your heart, God's going to give you the right word at the right time. You won't have to think about it. You won't have to plan for it. You won't have to uh, search for it. But that word of God, if you got it in your heart, it's nigh you and it's right in your mouth. If you don't have it in your heart, it won't do much good for you. You can have a lot of the Word of God up here. And you can have memorized many, many scriptures and be able to roll them right off your tongue and not miss one comma. 
But my friend, until that word of God gets down in this heart of yours, it doesn't do you a whole lot of good. It's good instructions. I don't mean to belittle the word of God. But it does so much more for you if you've got it in your heart. Now, that's where you need it, right in your heart. We can talk about a lot of other things and, and think about this. Uh, but as I thought about this this afternoon, it just how wonderful it is to be a Christian. It just thrills your heart when you think about it because God's with you and God is there. It's just wonderful to have a church like this where the Word of God is preached. It's just wonderful to have a bunch of brothers and sisters uh, in this congregation that pray for you and help you and stand behind you and encourage you. This is part of being a Christian. This is part of your steps not sliding. And why do I say that? Uh, why, when they observe you're going through a hard spot in your life, they're probably down on their knees praying for you. And that's one of the reasons your steps don't slip. Because you've got the Word of God down in your heart. And you've got brothers and sisters praying for you. And more than that, not just the prayer itself, but the fact that answers come. Now, we hear about answers all the time around here. God answers prayers and very outstanding prayers. And it's because the people have got the Word of God in their heart. They're serving God. They're a Christian. Or you can call it whatever you want. But you open that old heart of yours and say, Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart and give me this peace and victory that I've heard about. And God drops his word in your heart and gives you that assurance that you've passed from death unto life. And thank God you've got an anchor for your soul. And I don't care what way the old storms beat around and the winds blow and all the rest of it. God's able to keep you. It isn't the velocity of the wind that knocks sailboats over. It happens to be the set of the sail. Now, I don't know how many sailors we got in here, but that happens to be the way it is. The storms will come. The winds will blow. The waves will roll. But if you're letting God set your sails, you'll be okay. You won't have to worry about it. But you just let the Lord set your sails... Uh, and you listen to what he has to say about your life and how he would like to direct your life, uh, and you're going to come out all right. You're going to come out all right. Yes, uh, the law of the Lord, uh, uh, the law of the Lord is in his heart, uh, and none of his steps shall slide. And that's just exactly what we need when we see so much slipping and sliding uh, and off this way sometimes and off the other way sometimes. Uh, why, we need something that puts a backbone right down through our spine and uh, uh, puts that Word of God in our hearts and we can use it. And we've got it right there to, to use. And God will see to it that we can use it. And we don't have to apologize uh, uh, one bit for the gospel, uh, but bless God, the old Bible is true. We can stand for the Word of God, and God blesses us for doing it. And on top of that, we just plain feel good about it. Yeah. yeah. After we've talked about the Lord a little while, we feel real good about that. Yeah, there's so much trash out there and so much stuff in the world that people talk about and, and just uh, uh, ruin their spiritual experience uh, and... Uh, uh, ruin them uh, uh, 
to where there's almost no recognition that supposedly they're a Christian. But you meditate on the things of God. You keep that law of God in your heart, and your steps aren't going to slide around. I look back on some of the people that I grew up with, and they had some of the same opportunities that I have had, that I had as a youngster. And some of them are way out there in sin, lives all messed up, problems here, problems there, and problems every place else. And then there are some others that have a supposedly a lot of the Word of God up here in their heads, and they could quote the Word of God. And the Word of God is true, it's right. But then when they start talking, when they start talking, what do you begin to hear? You begin to hear the sounding brass and the tinkling cymbal. And it doesn't work. It just doesn't pay off. The Word of God is not in their hearts. Now, they may have it in their head. I don't argue that. And they can probably quote Scripture a lot better than I can. But, dear friends, until we get it into our hearts, we really don't have the Word of God. The Word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Yeah. And that's what it tells us. The Word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Now, better look at that to get the rest of it right here. The Word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Now people say, I don't understand the Word of God. My friend, open your heart to the Word of God. Don't try to figure it all out up here in your head, but tell God, I want that Word in my heart. And then I know my steps aren't going to slide. And, all right, maybe we don't have all the intelligence of some genius, but I know if we open our hearts, the, Lord, the God will put enough of that Word in our hearts that we can get to heaven. And that's the important thing. We may not be the greatest philosopher, the greatest theologian, or the greatest speaker, the greatest orator, or anything else. But if you're a child of God, you got the Word of God down on your heart, you're part of the aristocracy of heaven. And don't let anybody tell you different. And as long as you keep that Word of God down in your heart, you're headed for heaven. And with the grace and help of God, you keep it there, you'll get to heaven. And I'll tell you, when you get there, it'll be wonderful. But long before you get there, you'll get many blessings right down here in this land, right down here in this very life. And you just feel the presence of God, and you can shout the victory, and bless God, you can be a blessing to yourself and a blessing to everybody else. Well, you run across those people that moan all the time. This problem, that problem, or something else. Oh, dear friend. Get a hold of the Word of God. Get it down in your heart. Lord God, I need you in my heart. And I know you can take care of the other things. These things, some of them a lot are way beyond what I can handle anyway. But if you get the Word of God down in your heart and you keep it there, why, when those problems come along, you just apply that Word of God to that problem. Say, Lord, you've promised to help me. You've promised to see me through this mountain. Or you promise to take me through the valley. 
Or you've promised to heal my body, or you've promised to do this, or you've promised to do the other thing. You just pull that word of God right out of your heart and remind God about it. I mean, that's why we have the word of God. It isn't just something for us to read and to read very speedily before we rush off to work in the morning or whatever. But where it does the good is right down here in our hearts. Yes, it'll do something for us. It'll do more than, than we realize sometimes uh, when we come through a little test or a little trial someplace. We take a look back at that and say, say, the Lord was with me, wasn't he? Yeah. And my steps didn't slip, did they? No, the old devil was trying to get my steps to slip. But I had the word of God in my heart and I relied on it and God took me through it. There's something victorious about being a consistent Christian. That means a Christian every day. Now that isn't just a Christian when we're here in the Lord's house or here in the sanctuary. But that's being a Christian every day. There's something real good about that. Something real wonderful. And the people aren't looking at you wondering, well, are you a Christian or not? I can't hardly tell whether you're a Christian or not. Well, get more of the Word of God down in your heart and they'll know. Amen. Amen. It's going to show up. It's going, you're going to live it out day by day. Uh, and when the trying thing comes along on the job or in the classroom or wherever it is, that Word of God is just going to live right out of your heart. And everybody that's watching is going to know full well that you're a solid born-again Christian. And your steps aren't slipping and sliding around. But you're on the solid rock. Oh, I'll tell you, the gospel is wonderful. Yes, uh, and uh, it's just the very thing that we all need. If you don't have uh, the gospel in your, in, in your heart, why, bless God, you can get it there. It only, only it takes is an honest prayer out of the depths of your heart. And God will just change that old life of yours uh, and give you victory. Maybe you've been claiming to be a Christian for years, uh, but haven't had any real victory. But God has victory for you tonight. And establish your going. Uh, and uh, uh, just put a song in your heart, uh, a rejoicing on your lips. Uh, and those old steps of yours aren't going to slip and slide around anymore. You get on that solid foundation, and bless God, he'll just carry you through. One place, I think it's in Isaiah, where it speaks about precept upon precept, line upon line. And that tells us we keep adding to it. Yes, we keep adding to it. Each thing we do becomes a stepping stone. Be just a little bit closer to the Lord. And we can use them for stepping stones or the devil will try to make a stumbling block out of it. But bless God, get that law in your heart. Your steps won't slide and you can make each one of those little things be a stepping stone closer to heaven. The devil's intention is to make it a stumbling block. But you stumble over it and you lose out. But hang in there, brother, sister. You're going to be victorious. Yes, that law. That in the law is hid in the heart. And the person that has that law hid in their heart, their steps won't slide. Now that isn't my theory. That's just exactly what God inspired the psalmist to write for us. That we could read it in 1996 and know that it applies to us. And God will work for us. 
line upon line, precept upon precept. We just accept it all. We don't look at it and say, well, this particular phrase or verse, why that applies to some other generation way back there someplace else. No, we just take it all. It's another line. So we add line upon line, precept upon precept. Say, Lord God, it's all good for me. I want it all. I just want every bit of it. I want it all in my heart, uh, and uh, I want to walk with the Lord uh, and do as, exactly as he'd have me to do. And you know, with the grace and the help of God, you can do that. Yes, you can do that. You've heard some wonderful things tonight in these testimonies uh, and realize what God even does in this present generation. I mean, in the last week, and way answers prayer and takes care of problems and solves them and and things like this, uh, uh, that's, that's all part of having the, the law of God in our heart. Yes. But if you don't have the law of God in your heart, what are you going to do? Where do you go from there? Well, it's important that you get the law of God in your heart. Yes. And the easiest way that I know of to get it is just give your life to the Lord. Yes. Say, Lord, here I am. I want to be a Christian. I want to live for you, Lord. I want to be one that you can count on. I want to have that law of God right down here in my heart. So it just helps me day by day. Not something that I'm going to be able to use on Sunday, maybe in the Sunday school class or something like that. But I want to be able to use it 24 hours a day, all the time, no matter what the situation is, and realize that I'm right on the Lord's side and the Lord's blessing my life and the Lord's helping. Now, that's the experience you can have. Now, friends, you don't get that by joining a church. That isn't the way it comes. But you usually get it when you're on your knees asking God for mercy. Now, there's nothing that says you actually have to be on your knees. But just an honest prayer right out of the very innermost being of your heart, or however you want to look at it, a prayer that just ties your whole life up in it, and you're saying, God, here it is, everything. Everything. My life, family, friends, job, ideas, hobbies, whatever else. God, I'm putting it all into this prayer because I want to be a Christian. That's the way you get results from God. And I don't think it's going to make too much difference with God whether you're seated in the pew or whether you're standing up or whether you're down on your knees. But I'll tell you the thing that will make a big difference with God, and that's the honesty of that prayer. Yeah. Now, that prayer has to be just as honest as you can make it. You've just got to put everything into it. Hey, Lord, it's all, all or nothing. Every bit of it. Here it is. I want to be one of your children. And I believe the Lord Jesus Christ will hear your prayer. I believe he'll give you the victory. I know he will because we see it happen all the time. And it just takes that being honest and coming the Lord's way and saying, Lord, I'm coming home. There's a thought expressed over in, in Micah that goes like this. He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. 
Now, how are we going to walk humbly with our God? The only way we can do that is give our life to God. Give it all to Him. Because otherwise, if we don't give it all to Him, we've got part of it left, and it's going to be headed off in the other direction instead of walking with the Lord. So there's the reason we need to come to the Lord with everything, no reservations, everything, and say, Lord, I do want to walk humbly with you. I want to be what you want me to be. Not what I have in mind or my thoughts or my great ideas or great ambitions or uh, colossal dreams that I have, but just to be a humble man or woman of God that has the law of God hid in his heart and his steps don't slide. You can have it. You can have it. If you don't have something like that, you can have it tonight. In fact, we want to encourage you to pray until you know you have it. We're not going to tell you to join the Apostolic Faith Church. We're going to tell you to pray until you know just exactly where you stand in God's sight. It's simple. Really, salvation is simple. And I'm afraid that we make it so complicated by adding this to it, adding that to it, or thinking it should be this way, or I've decided it's got to go that way, or something else, that we just turn around and say, Lord, here it is, everything. Everything. Come into my heart. And I want to be able to walk humbly with the Lord. You can do it. You can do it. Hundreds have done it right here in this audience. And you can do it too. Won't you come tonight? We're going to close with an invitation to come and join us in prayer up around these altars here. Wooden benches that are clear across this sanctuary where we encourage people to come and pray. And we're giving you the opportunity to come and pray. Maybe you're not used to pray. I don't know. But come and try. Just see what it'll do for you. And just say, Lord, humbly I come. Here it is, Lord, everything. And I want to be what you want me to be. Won't you come tonight? Come and let us gather for prayer.